0: This presentation is from UX Australia 2015, held in Sydney. For more presentations from this and other conferences, please visit uxaustralia.com.au. Nat's from Atlassian is going to be talking about one of the things they use inside the company to help them with their design process. So please join me in welcoming Nat to the stage. Thank you. All right. Can you hear me? Is that coming through? Nice. All right. Welcome, legends. Thanks for coming. Before lunch, it is tough, but I'm sure I'll keep you entertained. So I'm here to talk to you about the power of sparring, uh, which is a way that we sort of do feedback in the design team at Atlassian. So just to give you an idea of what I'm going to run through today, I'm going to have a little chat about feedback in general. Then we're going to talk about how sparring began at Atlassian, where it got to, and where it's going. Uh, and then obviously, hopefully, we'll have some time at the end for some questions. So first things first, feedback. Who's heard things like this? Okay, all right, yes, nice, I thought so. Uh, it just doesn't pop, or maybe uh, my spouse, or my child, or my pet doesn't like it, or the very, very useful, I don't get it, or I don't understand it. Now that kind of thing, that kind of feedback can be tough to take, and it's something that we're, you know, we all uh, hear all the time, day to day, as designers uh, working, but it's important that we face that uh, feedback uh, front on. And the reason it's important it's because of this great quote from Michael B. Johnson and Pixar, where, where he says that pain is temporary, but suck is forever. So the idea that the temporary pain of facing that feedback and, and, and involving yourself in the feedback process is temporary and, and very short-lived as opposed to shipping something uh, to your customers that might damage your brand uh, could last forever. And the way we did that at Atlassian was to give our feedback structure and focus. That's what we did to to ease that pain and to make it regular and and make it useful. And the way that we uh, gave it structure and focus was something called sparring. And you're probably all wondering, what is this sparring thing he keeps talking about? I don't really understand from the description. So let's get into it. Uh, It's basically based on the idea of an art critique. So uh, if anyone's ever been to art school or attended an art critique, it's basically a a group of people standing in a room, talking about their work, working through it one by one, uh, engaging each other and giving feedback. And in terms of the work that we do inside Alassian, it's things like user journeys, the processes, workshop, feedback, research, that kind of thing. And we also had a bunch of uh, uh, principles that we had for our sparring as well. Number one is that it's design led. So the first thing is that design owns it, we run it, we set it up, and the focus of the, of the time is around design. Number two is that it's structured, so it has a structure, people take turns, we have an agenda that we set beforehand. Number three, very important, is that it's inclusive. So as well as involving designers, we also invite uh, other disciplines as well, so people such as PMs, devs, people from other teams as well to break down the silos. And then it's regular. You know, It keeps people sharing uh, early and often, uh, and for us in that case, it's weekly. So this is what sparring looked at uh, looked like at Atlassian when I first started. Just a bunch of people riffing, <laughs> hanging around next to a, a, a whiteboard or a, a, a wall there. You've got your... Uh, uh, journeys up on the wall, people leaving feed- feedback with stickies and that sort of thing we 've all seen this kind of stuff, and that was a good beginning that was a, we, were, we were feeling good that was that was a good start to the process, but there was a whole bunch of problems not ninety nine problems but five problems or so that we had oh, i got to laugh for that one all right um, yeah, so there were five key problems that we found from from doing that initial sparring and i 'll run you through those first to give you an idea so Number one, context, setting the context. When people came to the sparring, especially as I talked about, they'd come from different disciplines or different parts of the company, uh, and then we needed a way to set the context so that we didn't spend time in the sparring session, you know, letting people understand what the goal of the journey or the, or the work was, what the measures of success were for the journey, what the design principles were, just ba- and basically setting the context of where the work sat in the larger scheme of things. Number two, more structure to the feedback. So, in that way, we needed time, uh, the people who were giving uh, the feedback needed time to digest the work and give proper feedback, and the people receiving it needed time to digest the feedback and find uh, the themes, themes and common things inside it. Number three, closing the loop. So obviously when you give feedback, it feels a lot better if you know it's actually gonna be enacted and someone's actually gonna do something about it. You know, People feel more engaged in the process. So we needed to wait, make sure that people had seen that their feedback had been actioned, and also, um, a, uh, our team, we work in a cross-product team, so sometimes we get feedback, which is actually for other teams, so a way to pass that along. Next, remote teams. So Atlassian's a global company. We had a, we have a whole bunch of offices all around the world, and we needed a way to make sure that people are involved in this process across the world, across different time zones, whenever we needed to bring them in. And finally, visual design. So I think those comments at the start about it doesn't pop, but a lot of those are around visual design we've heard before, where people say... Yeah, where people can't really articulate what they do or don't like about something, and you're sort of stuck just saying, I don't like the color green, or I don't like bold lines, and it's very sort of un- unconstructed feedback. So we needed a way to work on that as well. So this is what we came up with. Don't be overwhelmed. I'm going to talk you through it all. So this is our weekly feedback loop that we built around sparring. And so uh, this was something that was all digital and used all our own tools. And uh, let me let me run you through it. So the start of it was uh, the journey template. So we have a journey template that we use that every designer fills out whenever they start a piece of work, and that template includes things like personas, uh, measure success, goals, questions, and to make sure that before they even get to sharing their work, they've ticked a whole bunch of boxes and made sure they've done their due diligence before they share it with the larger team in spark. And once they do create and share that, um, we then get on to the next stage, which is the actual feedback. So this cycle for us runs from a Friday through to a Tuesday, which is when we spar and then it loops back around. So we share it on a Friday and people have a couple of days over the weekend and that allows for time difference as well to actually lead feedback on the template. And that, that works in two ways. It allows people to digest the actual work by taking in the full template and understanding the full context. And also, it gives the designer time to take in the feedback that's left and find themes in what people are leaving, the kind of comments they're leaving, and, and uh, the, the themes that they can pull out of there. Next up is the, uh, the big day itself, the spa. So that's on a Tuesday morning for us. Uh, we get in a room face-to-face. We pull in um, VC and video conferencing if we need to, if people are coming from other teams and things around the world, and uh, we hash it out. The designers go round in a circle. They talk about their work one by one. Um, and they're, they're focusing in those, in those conversations around those themes they pulled out earlier so that they can really drill down into that and we don't waste time faffing about with small little details. We also use HipChat in, on the day as well to capture any feedback that's left in the room. So we have a digital record of the feedback that was left initially and the feedback that was left in the room at the time. And then finally, uh, post-spar, the designer will collate that feedback. So they actually take all that feedback, turn it into a series of action items, and then put that at the bottom of the template so that people can see it being checked off as they enact it one by one. So that solves a whole bunch of problems, but I don't know if any of the eagle-eyed ones are, are, are here might have noticed I missed one. There was one thing missing. I'll just show you while you think about it. A couple of shots of aspiring. Look at these legends. Some serious faces there. <laughs> yeah, real talk. Real talk Tuesday. So the one thing I missed was, or you might have noticed I missed, was visual design. That's the one thing that isn't really fully covered in what we do. And I handed out some cards to you all. Does everyone have their cards? Yeah, you sound pumped. (laughs) Woo! Um, So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get you to grab those cards out uh, and look at this screen, which is a new sign-up form that we just shipped at Atlassian, uh, and use the cards and pick out one or two cards from there that would describe the kind of visual design feedback you'd give to this slide. Does that make sense? Yeah? Cool? Just, just grab one or two, and I've got some awesome helpers down the front here. We're going to run around and just grab a couple for me um, from, from just a few of you. Um, you can, obviously, I'll take these home afterwards, and we'll return the ones we take, uh, and then I'll, uh, I'll grab, grab those cards, and then I'll uh, talk you through how the cards actually work, if you haven't already guessed. Put your hand up if you've got two you want to share, because these awesome people will come grab it from you. Yeah, awesome. Okay, that's enough. Somehow we'll work out how to give them back to you. That's that's for later. Okay, so, the way these cards work for us in our sparring sessions, and we have them at every session, is that say, for instance, someone pulled out a card and, uh, that says technical on it. They said, look, I've got my, uh, uh, that sign-up form, it seems too technical to me. What you would then do is, you'd flip the card over, oh yeah, and you'd say, it needs to be more human. It needs it, we, it, we need it to, to be more human. So it starts a conversation. So you're not just talking about, I don't like it, I don't know what I like about it. You're actually starting to give a brief of, please make this more human, or things like that. So if I look at some of the ones people left here, we've got disagreeable. So flip that over, want it to be more likable or conservative. You want that to be more innovative, that sort of thing. So those are the sort of uh, discussions you can start with the cards, and you can all take those home now. And, See see how you go with them. And if you're wondering, oh crap, I get to see it again. Lucky, Ah, okay, so if you're wondering where the the, uh, words come from, they come from the attractive scale, um, which was developed in the 90s in Germany, um, and it was a way to measure visual design. So you might be asking, that sounds great, but how did you actually measure that these things improved? I mean, we've done all these great things, we feel like it's working. Probably the main thing for us was that we found that we were spending less time you know, actually, sparring. We'd, we'd, we didn't spend a lot of time um, spending on small details. We'd, we'd get the sparring done in time or maybe even early. It was, the conversations were a lot more focused. Uh, we also spent a lot less time spinning in design generally. Uh, and the, the quality of design had impre- improved a lot as well. So that takes us to the present. That's where we got to, that's where we are now. But we want to get better. We want to get to the future. We're, all, we're a software company. We're always iterating and improving. And the main problem we're facing now is a problem of scale. So Alassian is a company that's growing, our teams are growing, and we need to find a way to scale this process up to a larger process. Um, We have developed a monthly feedback loop that we're working on now that uh, I've got in a blog that I've published that I'll link to just in a sec. Um, I won't talk about it now because we're only going to have a couple of minutes, but basically we're looking at expanding the, the size of the loop bring in more sessions, bring in more informal sessions. Also, bring a bit of physicality back as well for certain times, still stuff on the walls, that sort of thing. So we're still always iterating and exploring. And hopefully with that, we'll get to a better future state and, and, and the feedback and the, everything inside the company will improve inside the teams. So to sort of wrap up, I think the main thing I'd like you to take away from this is, you might be thinking, well, you know, that's all good for an internal process or that's all well and good for Lassie and they've got this and that or whatever. Uh, I think the main thing I want you to take away is that idea of giving your feedback structure and focus, finding ways to really focus and, and control the way the feedback loop and cycle is carried out so that people get the most out of it. Um, and that way, hopefully, you'll avoid that dreaded suck that was mentioned at the start. Uh, so this is the blog. Uh, this is our Design at blog, and the blog post is on there if you want to go check it out. Um, there's like a full rundown, and, and there's actually a focus on the monthly um, loop there as well. Uh, and that's it. Thanks Matt. Uh, questions? Thanks for the talk. That was great. Um, just a quick one. How strong is the temptation when you receive this to flip it over and look at the other side? And how do you deal with that? Um, so far it's been, it's been good. People understand the process and so they know that they should focus on whatever they're doing. So we just have to, have to that's sort of part of the teaching of using the cards. Like it's still something where the people are getting the hang of inside the company but, yeah, it's just about don't flip it just go to start this way but yeah can you flip back to the last slide please sure sorry (laughs) you went a bit fast so it was like sorry write it down thanks thank you it was a really really good presentation um just a a little bit of detail around the the feedback process with the designers do do they take all of that feedback and act or is there a chance for some dialogue and debate how does that look is it's not just order taking i'm assuming (laughs) no not at all no the uh, i mean that's there's probably two parts to it. Obviously, when you're, um, when you're digesting the feedback that's left on the, on the template, there's a part where you can just discard things that you don't think are as important because you're boiling it down to the key themes. Um, so there's that where it really is up to the designer what they choose to take away from all the feedback. And then the other thing is in the room, obviously, there is a debate as well. There's a, like a face-to-face debate as well there. So, yeah. Great stuff, man. Um, how do you get the, all the team members to actually leave that that pre-work feedback. You know how much people love leading feedback. That's not hard <laughs> at all. People are more than happy to voice their opinion. Uh, I mean, I don't know if it's just an Elassing thing, but people, everyone has an opinion, and everyone's always willing to share it. I mean, we have a, we send it out, so we send like an email out, and which uh, you know contacts all the people who are listed to attend the spa, and they'll um, and they'll get that email and say, hey, please leave your feedback until this date, you know, cut off, and people are more than happy to then jump in and get involved. Has it gone wrong? Uh, how, how would you like, imagine horribly wrong? How, what, what part would you? Uh, in, in instead of uh, helping, has it ever caused problems for you? Or um, I mean, there's discomfort. You know, there's the there's the temporary pain. I think there's always that. People are always scared to share. But I think that the way the way that it's a loop and it's constant, people share early and often, right? So they don't feel they don't feel like they have to polish stuff up. They they see everyone else doing it. We do it as a team. Everyone feel it feels very collaborative. So it's sort of just is fostering that constant loop and collaboration. So yeah, maybe initially we've had some new starters recently in our team and they were a little scared to start it with, but now they're like, yeah, I'll spa, yeah, I'll do it every week. They're very excited to always get involved. So, Thank you. It's a presentation we can all digest and probably use, so that's really helpful. Um, how do you decide who to invite to the spa? Ooh, that's, yeah, that, that is a tough one. As we, That's probably the issue with scale as well, right? When it was a smaller team, it was easier that you knew who to go with. Um, we like to get a good range of people, so you know you want to get someone from all the disciplines so all the voices are heard, so dev, PMs and, and, and designers at least, and then it's sort of stakeholders, key stakeholders in, in in whatever work we're looking at as well. It's probably the main people, um, but yeah, that's the challenge with the scaling, right? We, we, have, we sort of had to have extra parts to it now. So uh, You mentioned one of the challenges with the original process was dealing with remote teams, mm-hmm. So, with the steps involved leading up to the sparring session, and mm-hmm. so the collation of the or the collection of the original feedback, uh, including the sparring session itself, how, do you how do you engage remotely um, when so you, they can't be in the room or they can't get to the wall? Yep, yep. So the so that's why it's all digital. It's all using our own tools. So we use Confluence and as as the place for the template, uh, so that they can get to it that way and comment on the actual pages. Um, and then in terms of being in the room, we, we have um, video, BC, video, cam, like video conferencing in almost every room at Atlassian. So we're able to, obviously some offices, there's not as much of an overlap, but like SF is the main one that we spar with and there's like an early morning one. So they're able to attend there and, and still be in the room. And then obviously we have HipChat as well for them to engage that way so, to chat. So Didn't mean to make it a big ad for Atlassian, but yeah, that's, <laughs> that's how we use them all. Please join me in thanking that. And now I've got one thing before lunch. We hope you liked this presentation from UX Australia 2015. For more presentations from this and other conferences, please visit uxaustralia.com.au.